This week on the TorontoGameDevs.com podcast, we chat about game dev drinks in Hamilton, Dragon of Legends Kickstarter, and our love for Drinkbox Studios and Guacamelee. What's up, everyone? This is episode 21 of the TorontoGameDevs.com podcast. Uh, we made it to the point where we can now drink in the States. Um, yeah. one of your hosts, <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Steve, the main dude behind TorontoGameDevs.com. Uh, with me, as always, is Brett from Heart Circle. What's up, everybody? And Dan is back as well. Hey, hey. Uh, so 11 in a row for Dan and 21 in a row for Brett. So thanks for joining, boys. That's pretty good. When, once I get to 16, I'll be able to drink in, in Europe, Portugal. Nice. Is that all? It's just 16 in Europe? Well, I know in the Azores for sure it's 16 because I remember going there with my family, my little cousin, 16-year-old, and he was just getting – just just <laughs> getting obliterated every night. And he was too young to really like uh, – maybe Portuguese 16-year-olds maybe are a bit more responsible. But take a 16-year-old from Canada and bring him out there and it's it's lights out every night pretty much. <laughs> well, I had a Good friend who days. grew up near the like Ottawa-Quebec border and Quebec it's 18. So when they turned 18, they would just drive over like all the time. Yikes. To get alcohol and then bring it back over or whatever. 16, though, that's crazy. Um, yeah, pretty young. <laughs> I mean, I think everyone's like drank before they were like 19 or 18 or oh, 16. Yes. Or sure. So, but, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't drink and drive. Um, <laughs> as always, the intro music is uh, provided by Jake Button, and the outro, which you'll hear at the end of the podcast, is provided by Dan. With, with all that said, let's just go straight into hype time. Hype, 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 hype. <laughs> Changed it last week, Brett. I know. <laughs> yeah, <it's>, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing what I'm just freestyling today. Okay. So last couple uh, last couple of weeks, we didn't really have like that much new stuff to hype, and I don't think we really have that much new stuff to hype. But now, but we are kind of getting into the time where some of these events are kicking off. So, um, oh. Brett, do you want to maybe talk about your stuff? All right. So game dev drinks is next week. On the 20th at 6.30 till lights out, pretty much. Um, we have uh, Moonray Studios coming in, Hamilton developer, uh, talking about Curious George, a uh, mobile game, or some, mo- I think it's a mobile game for that they did with Teletoon mm-hmm. and the uh, Curious George uh, IP. Um, they might also talk about their new game that hasn't really seen too much action yet. Because it's uh it's coming close to a point where they will be able to show it off soon, but so they might mention that as well, um and yeah they'll have a demo uh, of the game as well for us to play as they tell us everything about how they got started off, and yeah so everyone get your tickets there's tons, well the, the event's free I don't even know why I say get your tickets just show up <laughs> <laughs> I don't even I only use the tickets for stats just to see how well things are doing so yeah I've sure, never uh, fire hazard. <laughs> oh yeah that's a good point i've never actually like registered or or anything like that um yeah i did this week or this month did you yeah i believe so mm, i have to double check i'm uh yeah i'm excited for for the gdds this year man we got a bunch of good ones coming up i think i think so yeah. i have to start working on the well we got february locked in did you talk to that person well i'm going to email him tonight but okay cool. yeah it's, it's happening He's gung ho, so I'm, I'm I'm excited about that one in particular. Nice. I'm looking. I, then I got to start getting work on to March. I like to try and be like two months ahead. So nice, nice. And uh, how's the Great Ham Jam coming? Yo, the Great Ham Jam has just went ballistic this month. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, you have enough to, like like area for people to do their thing. I don't know. I have to start talking to the the place where I'm hosting it. So I, got, I have to start talking to them and be like, yeah, we have more people than we expected. Because I was expecting like 20, 25 people showing up, right? Like, you know, just a chill kind of game jam. It's the first one, right? Mm-hmm. And we're up to like 60 people now. Oh, wow, dude. Damn yeah, nice. I, had to, I had to add more ticket slots. I'm just like, oh, snap. So I'm looking for volunteers. If anyone wants to volunteer, if you volunteer, you can still jam. But uh, yeah, I have some tickets available for people who want to volunteer and help me out because uh one person can handle 20 but i don't know if i can handle 60 people <laughs> is there still gonna be a spot for me i haven't signed up yet yeah you can, yeah you can, okay, you, nice. you'll have a spot okay good is there, is there a spot for me i would be able to contribute nothing yeah you can just volunteer yeah, co- come and volunteer 
I was going to, I was going to swing by. I wasn't going to stay for the whole jam, but I was going to make an, I was going to make face as they say. Oh, so is it uh, is it like a th- two and a half day jam? Is that the gist? Yeah, it's it? forty eight hours, two days. Hours? Two yeah, days. cool. So okay. like a full day and two half days kind of thing. Yeah. And if people so, want to register for these two events, where would they go? Uh, well, you can go to okay for Ham Jam. Ham Jam has an actual website called thegreathamjam.com. Um, and there you'll be led to the Eventbrite, and all the information about the Game Jam is there too. Um, and for Game Dev Drinks, just go to Eventbrite and look up Game Dev Drinks, and it's there. I haven't put the website together yet for that, so. Nice. Oh, yeah. I, uh, an announcement that only I care about. I won't be able to make it to the uh, to Game Dev Drinks this month. That is bull. <laughs> Basketball, sorry, Raptors. I gotta. We won't talk about sports, but I'm more in the Raptors. I, game, well, so. I'll, I'll just say one quick thing since you said one thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. What's up? Ten game winning streak. Go Spurs. Oh yeah. Oh, okay, so it wasn't about the Canadian sucking. It was about the Spurs doing well. Yep. <laughs> I read an article that they're the best team in the last like three seasons or something like that, right? Well, oh, every season. Yeah, best. every season. <laughs> Calm down, everybody. Are you going to ask me if I have anything to hype up? Yeah, Danny, you got yeah, anything you got on, on your radar? Well, I'm just helping Brett hype up his stuff, man. That's how, <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> you're, my ba- you're my backup hype man? I'm his, yeah, I'm his backup hype man. GDD. <laughs> it's the greatest. Who's that with GDD? Yeah, you know me. Oh. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, those. I'm looking forward to those events too. Uh, well, great ham jam because I won't be able to make it to. I'm GDD looking forward event. to the ham jam even more because, like, I didn't expect this many people to sign up. So I was just like, "Wow, <laughs> it's going to be something good can come out of this or it's just going to be like a flop because it's just too many people. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm getting prepared. I want to be an audio floater and just help out whoever needs. Yeah. I don't even access. think I'm going to jam that much. I might be around just to like, I might be too busy just organizing, making sure shit, shit, uh, stuff's going quick. Like <laughs> you can say, sh- you can say shit. Don't worry. All right. Shit. <laughs> I want to make sure shit's moving smoothly. <laughs> it's just the other word that we can't say. There's really just one word that I don't want you to say. Uh, there's probably a couple more, but there's a couple more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be awesome. And then maybe uh, once we get all the games done and stuff, we I'll post them up on Toronto Devs so people can see them and shit. Yeah. What's um? So say you're out of town uh, or you're from out of town, and what's I, like? I don't know how game jams work, but say you can't like you're coming from too far and you don't want to go home or whatever, like. Do you do you just crash at the game jam? Is that the idea or pretty much? Okay. And like where I have it, like the building that I have it in, there's like, you know, water fountains, washrooms, lots of space to just do whatever. Yeah. So it's so pretty get good that, spot. Get that sleeping bag, get the Yeah. There's yeah. security. So if you had to leave, like nice. where is where is it? Um McMaster Innovation Park. It's oh, sick. uh nice. it's a really dope it's a dope place. I, I've been to McMaster a few times. Mm. Um, it's not on McMaster campus, though. So it's, it's not in like it's the, on it's it's part of McMaster, but it's its own building. Is it in sort of the Westdale kind of area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I remember when I went to one of the times I went to Global because I actually had like you know, I worked at Eggplant before, mm. which is just a music production house. Uh, it's actually just down the street from um, from. Uh, George Brown there where they do global game jam and sometimes yeah. I would just go over there just to have lunch or whatever I had a key to the place obviously mm-hmm. and I had my own little studio there um, but I remember one time the second time I did it I didn't work there anymore I had right. quit already bought the house over here and um, I just crashed on a on a bench in the in the hallway mm. like I, I tried to pull I pulled one all-nighter or no I yeah I guess I pulled one all-nighter and then the second night I was just done ski so yeah I had you know I just crashed on a hard wooden bench and I tried to get away from as many people as possible, like sleep in a corner because I snore like a bear mm-hmm. and I just had my jacket. I'm just kind of like totally woke up with a kink in my back and my neck and stuff like that. But it's the price you pay, man. Jam on. We're jamming all night. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm like I'm pretty good with like three hours sleep so I can just sleep for three and then meditate and then go. Nice. <laughs> Oh man, see, I haven't done that since like school, so it's been a few years since I've like stayed up. Well, actually, never mind. I just lied. It's, um, 
24 hour extra life like knocked me out though but that's just like one that's one day mm-hmm. the whole weekend I mean, yeah at yeah, least the good thing is it's like it's a long weekend also so we have the 15th off right so you'll be able to jam and then valentine's day and then it's family day so oh is that the february oh it's yeah. brilliant it's brilliant yeah man so you can come after the game <laughs> oh actually yep. no, no, no the game is game yeah. metrics yeah that's right. yep. so uh i just want to hype up next week's podcast so this week we we uh been talking to uh oddbird who are some student developers local uh and they're prepping up a game for level up and they had given us the game uh, and just like through all three of us just kind of having our own unique troubles we weren't able to play it so we're going to like play we're going to set up play it this week and then give our impressions like on next week's podcast um so yeah i'd stay. like to get together with the team because they're they're at sheridan right here yeah mm. just like a couple blocks away from me because i live in oakville and apparently yeah. they all live around the campus so uh you know i sent them an email earlier um took them a while to get back to my last email i think they said they were having email issues so maybe they haven't even got it yet but uh when you do get the email shoot me one back because uh, i'm willing to take a break for a couple hours here from working and uh and check out do a little show and tell pretty mm. stoked to see it i didn't even know that was the game you guys sent me because i dropped them a tweet because i saw their the game and i was like oh that looks pretty dope so i sent them a tweet i'm like yo shoot me this game later on when you're ready for me to touch it and then now it's like, oh, I have this game. I didn't even know that. You've had this game for five days now. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I feel like an idiot. Yeah, my trouble was uh, it says like you will need Xbox 360 and Xbox One controllers. And I asked them if PS4 would be okay. And they said uh, it wasn't like configured for that yet. So I had to like borrow some Xbox controllers and, and mm-hmm. stuff. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play like this week. So next week's podcast, uh, like listen to that one um because i'm gonna rip it apart no you're not (laughs) (laughs) get ready students (laughs) Uh, you'll be able to see it at level up and then you can just you can just play it and not listen to brett (laughs) i just don't have a pc i'd be playing it right now if i could yeah that was my other issue i had to like wipe out the pc and and stuff and that and stuff but now that's like back up and running i'm kind of happy i can i can torrent again so Brett just reminded me of this other podcast I listened to called uh, the UBK Happy Fun Time Hour. Right. And in, anybody who's into audio, not specifically for games, but audio in general, which you know applies to any any kind of audio that you're going to be doing, it's a great podcast to listen to. And uh, on occasion, people will send him stuff for him to critique, and he just rips into it. <laughs> Like, not in a mean way, yeah. but in a very honest and brutal fashion. You know what I mean? Like no sugarcoating. That's well, how I, that's how I approach it, man. I'm I will not sugarcoat it, especially when it comes to video games. I make my living off of video games, so I'm not going to sugarcoat it. <laughs> I won't. I won't. It's I can't do it. I but can't. you're going to be a nice person, like like you always are in regular life. Yeah, I'll keep it real, like <laughs> or I'll edit you so that you sound come off as nice. <laughs> no, I I will keep it real, but it'll be from a professional who does this for a living. So it's safe yeah. to say that anytime you hear Brett on the podcast, it's maybe only about twenty percent of what he actually said. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. But uh, it's funny because I've actually when, like when I was first starting out, and I was relatively green like just after my second time through college and i was actually starting to do some professional work i Mm. did uh, send some stuff around to other sound designers and composers and Mm. uh, and you know even on my first couple pro gigs and stuff like that and um yeah i got i got my ass handed to me for sure like i wish i had that like coming out of school and stuff i i wish people would have wrecked my like stuff when i sent it out like no one cared right so It's just like because uh, everyone's all competitive. They're like, oh, I'm not going to look at this. But you know, if you're sending me something to critique, I will give you my honest professional opinion. Yeah, and it'll sure. be with great suggestions. <laughs> I got I got a lot of that too, like honest professional opinions, and it did make me stronger. Uh, but I also got a lot of uh, just people who weren't creative. You know, like the, mm. the, the, the a lot of the clients either don't understand music. <laughs> Or uh, think that they do, mm-hmm. uh, you know, music and sound, and have their own opinions on it. And instead of, you know, at, at one point, and I think you'll agree with me, Brett. Like at one point, uh, a lot of sort of this content creation on the creative side switched from being more of a like a consultant's um, 
view where we have a lot of sort of creative control and uh, and we're respected for that uh, ability mm-hmm. that we have to more of a service provider where it's like it doesn't matter what our creative input is. Uh, they want what they want. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially in like advertising and television, that seems to be the case in a lot of areas. Sometimes you'll run into a gig where they'll give you tons of creative freedom right off the bat. Yeah. And uh, and you're like, wow, this is great. And then we have a certain threshold for what's cool because we do it all the time. Right. Yeah. So what's cool might be a little bit too outside for somebody who just needs a logo or who just needs mm-hmm. some simple sound effects or simple music. Uh, but they want something that they feel is edgy and cool. And all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, you've gone beyond that threshold for them. Yeah. And, uh, and and you're back to square one. So I've seen like for this game in particular, I've seen the like they've shown some gifts and stuff on their Twitter. And it looks like it will be incredibly fun. So I look forward to giving some good opinions yeah, man. and feedbacks. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be next episode, next episode, next week on the next episode. Uh, we're getting slightly off topic, but I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious now. Uh, like Brett, have you ever done like contracting and stuff or? Uh, yeah. Early, early days with hard circle. We did a lot of contract games. So in have, universe. have either of you turned down a job because what you saw, you're just like, Nope, don't want a part of this. This oh, is yeah. like garbage. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I cool. had like hard circle has a harsh rule of not doing anything with religion. Right. And I've had numerous contracts come up saying, Hey, can you make this type of religious game? And I'm like, where are you guys coming from? Like, mm-hmm. so, and I always turn it down, like always. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, there's been a couple where I just, I just won't do it because, well, I have my own personal views on the game, or the project is just a waste of time, um, budget yeah. constraints. Budget. Yeah, there's always that too, like budget, how long timelines. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into it, but if I feel like the game. Um, is dope and in a good scale, like scope wise. And I am confident that we can do it and bring the vision together. Then I will do it. But there's a lot of things I've turned down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's so many, I mean, all of those reasons that we just said also mm-hmm. simply being too busy and knowing what your limit is. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like, like I've, I've been on a number of occasions, you know, I've got like three deadlines in a week and, you know, f- mm-hmm. deadline four and five pile on. And I'm like, you know what I'd like to, but I honestly don't think I'd be able to give it the attention it deserves. Mm-hmm. And, and I have to turn down a project I actually want to do. You know? mm-hmm. I had a, like one year I, I booked us pretty bad. It was my own fault, but I booked something around like, I thought we'd have it finished before Christmas, but the project bloated because of the client and we had to work through our Christmas holidays to get it done. And I kind of like promised the team, I will never do that again. Like, Mm-hmm. So if there's a, it also depends on like, I also look at like, is it going to cut into my holidays? <laughs> right. No, that's that's true. All that timeline stuff is important. You know, like, yeah. I mean, the show that I'm on right now, honestly, like I worked right through the Christmas holidays. I took mm-hmm. the 24th and most of the 25th off, but I worked right through and uh, like, you know, I wouldn't want to do that to a team. Like if I had an assistant, you know, he'd get yeah. the holidays and I, and I'd be, I'd be slugging away. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I, did, I, totally I did it to my team and then I promised them I would never do it again because it was just like that was stupid of us. Yeah, but they, like I obviously I brought it up to them and said, hey, you guys want to do this? And we did it. But we were kind of like, let's never do this again. You know, so mm-hmm. never again. Interesting. All right. Cool. Um, so look forward to that next week uh, as well as Game Dev Drinks and all. And um, great ham jam. Great ham jam. Thank you. Um, with all that being said, let's move on to news time. News, 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 news. news. <laughs> and it's a tight episode right now. I'm feeling it. <laughs> feeling it too. So, uh, kind of talking small, about first. What's uh, first? Uh, not in the order I gave you, but kind of oh. a small news week. Um, just like I was busy this week, but uh, there's certain there's a lot of things that I saw that I want to write about. So I'll mm-hmm. probably like kind of filter that stuff over the weekend. Um, so when you listen to this on Monday, I might be missing some things because I post on like Saturday or Sunday uh, because. Patrons get the podcast. We record on Saturday or Sunday. Patrons get it early, uh, and then it goes out to the general public. Let me load the Patreon page so I can thank everyone as well, which I should have had open anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and right now I'm just kind of delaying. No, it's all good. Uh, so okay. thank you to Brian, Stephen, Anthony, EM, Chris, Renaud, Rory, Dan, Toby, and Lee. 
Um, thanks for all the support and all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just saying, sup isn't like the same thank you, Brett. By the way, it's, it totally is, man. <laughs> it, in Brett, in Brett lingo, sup actually means many different things. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> all right. So, number one, uh, Dragon of Legends is hitting Kickstarter soon. Yeah, yeah. So this is a uh, they're Hamilton based yep. company working on um, a, like a pixel a pixel art like. MM, like uh, online RPG. I'm not sure if they're using the term MMO, but mm. um, it's it looks awesome. The art looks so good. Mm. <clears throat> I'm it pumped for this. So good. I've talked to them at uh, Game Dev Drinks too, and they're they're awesome dudes. They, I yeah. So the Kickstarter is kicking off at on uh, the 19th, I believe. Oh, I didn't actually say yeah. anything. It's on the 19th. It comes. Right. It's launching. Cool. Uh, so they posted a little teaser which shows like some of the combat, some of the art, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that teaser makes me want to work on this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Like it's, it's, it looks awesome. And and it's a, you know, I haven't seen much past the teaser, so mm-hmm. I'm just I'm already stoked for it. Yeah, I've and uh Thrive Games, the the developers here, are I've been talking to them uh since pretty early on too and and so I've kind of uh been expecting this Kickstarter for quite a while, so I'm I'm excited. Mm-hmm. So January 19th, I'll post a new story about it so january 19th is the tuesday right yeah so on tuesday yep. and they're hamilton guys yep, yep. yeah come they're, they're usually come at, oh yeah, well, who yeah they're always it? there they're, yeah they've been there i've talked to them who's yeah. uh have i met them nathan and parker maybe nathan and parker they're usually there totally possible i i saw them at what was the last the sego sego one yeah um, they were there for that too yeah that's when i that's when i Talk to them, mm. and they're at the one boat that. Uh, do you want me to introduce you next time, Dan? Yeah, They'll man. be there at GDB. Yeah, man, this do it up. I want to talk to those guys. They'll be there this week. Cool. So, yeah, man, cool. I'll, well, they're probably. I'm. I'm leaving a slot open for them at the end to talk about their uh, Kickstarter. So they're going to make an announcement. Get oh, some okay. extra hype. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's Wednesday, right? So it'll be out by then. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. So we were. We were already been talking. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. That's the whole point of game dev drinks is okay. come and hype your stuff. Listen to that, kids. If you're looking to get into it, that's the intro just happened right there. So <laughs> come that's, talk to Brett. <laughs> just come, just become friends with Brett. Yeah, he's looking for more friends. How's the? I am. Fr- yeah, how's the friends list going? Um, let's see. Oh, I did make a new friend this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Yeah, I did. New friend. Perfect. Shout out to my new friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Kickstarter for uh, Dragon of Legends from Thrive Games, uh, January 19th. We'll have more on it. We'll have a lot more on it. So mm. best of luck and, and all that stuff. Exactly. Uh, number two, severed gameplay from uh, Polygon. Uh, so this was this video I feel like has been floating around for a while because I feel like I've seen this int- the intro to this game like mm. dozens of times. But there's some dialogue over it. Plus, it shows some of the like leveling and and uh, like skill picking stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know, I as everyone knows from this podcast and from the site, like I'm a huge Drinkbox Studios like fanboy. So I saw a new severed gameplay, and I was just like, "Yep, I'll put I'll put that on the site." <laughs> so uh, give it a check. This is another one where the art is just like it's so good. Like I can't wait um, mm-hmm. to try this out. I hope it's I hope it's soon. Like. The because they announced it la, uh, last December at the PlayStation Experience, so December two thousand fourteen, mm-hmm. um, and they had like it was a trailer and everything, so it's kind of been working on before. So I feel like it's it's got to be close. Mm-hmm. It's probably uh, and it was originally planned for like la- late last year, anyways, and then it got delayed. So it'll probably be out later in this year. So I'm hoping. I just like. Like part of me just like worries about the game because it's only coming to Vita right now, and it's yeah, probably, like that. That for me is like that's why I have no interest in this game because it's on the Vita. It looks amazing, but I need it on one of my consoles. Yeah, like it would so. be awesome on Wii U. Oh man, and okay. uh, Wii U. Like, why is it not happening? Well, it may, it may be. I guess we don't know that, right? So, yeah, but they've only announced it for the Vita, right? So, yeah. I'm assuming guess- they're going to get the Vita version out, and then they'll start. Yeah, is that not generally how it goes when you have an exclusive? Like, it remains exclusive for a certain period of time. You kind of, you know. Well, yeah. I don't even know what this game was. Is it announced as an exclusive? I, I mean, it was. Uh, it I didn't was, read they, that anymore. It was announced at the PlayStation Experience. Mm. And it's only ever been announced for Vita. And Interesting. Things like that. So, if they, I mean, I don't know if. Um, 
not to sound rude, I don't, to, to be quite serious, I don't think anyone's like really cared enough to like ask them if it's just exclusive to Vita. But I Yo, think, drink like, box. I'm asking <laughs> you. It's right now live. <laughs> Make yeah. it happen. It's not live. They won't hear until Monday. But they, uh, um, I would imagine it's like it's a timed exclusive thing. Like they approached Sony because they had released Guacamelee on Vita first, I believe. Um, I think so. I, that's where I played it, like for the first I've only time. Played it on and, the PC, so Guacamelee has has reached a lot of different sort of platforms, and so yeah. yes. I could see I could see this following a similar path. So it was originally released. Guacamelee was originally released on PlayStation Three and Vita on the same day, and then it like kind of filtered to the other systems. Mm. Um, and the original one was actually never. I don't think the original one was ever actually released outside of PlayStation. Like when they released it to Microsoft Windows or whatever, it was like the gold version. So you can buy all three versions on Steam now. So oh, can you like all separately? Yep. Oh, interesting. I'm pretty sure. You, yeah, I'm pretty sure all three are there now. True. Um, so I mean, I'm pumped for this game. I want I want it like right now. Uh I love the Vita, but I understand that like it's not everyone's cup of tea and very few mm. people have it. So I'm imagining like I've I've kind of said this. I'm imagining that they're just gonna be like, okay, get this thing out on Vita and then like get the iPad version out right away mm-hmm. and then go with other systems. And I'm assuming a Wii U version's like in the works as well. So I hope so, because it would be like perfect on the Wii U. I think so too. I would buy it on the Wii U, like hands down. It would kind of be like, uh, did you play that Kirby, the Kirby game where you draw the paths and stuff? Uh, uh, canvas one. Yeah, whatever like, the canvas one. It was is. a DS like canvas curse, I think. Yeah. And then I forget. I yeah. think the the Wii U one was like rainbow something or something. Yeah. Uh, it would be like that. Like you draw on the the pattern, but you're looking at the TV and doing everything. Like, yep. I think I would sick. love it. I would love it too. I'll take a PC version also, just saying. Whichever one, guys. How would you do the touch-based stuff, though? Like, Would you have to get a pad? Just, I would just use your mouse. The mouse is pretty much the same thing. You, only, you, you couldn't do like multiple gestures. You can only do one. With yeah. Mouse, right? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah, Vita, you can only do one, though, as well. Oh, you can't? I, think so. I don't think it has a dual touch. Because I could see on an iPad rocking both thumbs, you know, slashing back and forth. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what, like, uh, in the, um, uh, what's that? Infinity... Uh, gauntlet game. I'm blanking on the name right now, but it's like a, it's like mm-hmm. a gorgeous looking RPG. Where oh it's yeah, Tetris. Infinity Blade. Infinity Blade. Thank you. Uh, Infinity oh. Blade. Yeah, you have to kind of like do two swipes or like swipe and then shield like kind of yeah. right away and stuff. And I think that's me in Toronto too. By the way, is it? What? No way. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's by uh, what's what's the uh, uh, what's their names? Hold on, I'll look it up. I can't remember their name. No, Epic, the Epic Games. Chair Entertainment? Oh. No, it's not. It's not. Maybe I'm thinking of a different Infinity Blade? <clears throat> yeah, no, it's... According to Wikipedia, it's, publi- it's published by Epic Games. It's developed by Epic Games and Chair Entertainment, which is not Canadian. Yeah. I thought it was... I was thinking... I'm thinking of a totally different game. Cool. It happens. Yeah. You almost made me freak out, man. I miss like one of the bigger, the bigger games. Um, Sorry. No, it's fine. So check out the video on online on TorontoGameNotes.com. Severed. Uh, any chance I get to about writing this game, I will. I can't wait. I fear for it, but I'm excited. And plus, their Drinkbox Studios knows what they're doing. They're, they're smart people over there. Agreed. So. I'm hoping they uh, sneak in some guacamole <laughs> references. I'm I'm fully expecting like after Severed is like out as well like Guacamelee two like I'm I'm expecting like an announcement at some point like E three I don't know somewhere Guacamelee two I'm I'm I'll I'll bet on it right now that that's their next game at E three not necessarily E three just that their next game is going to be Guacamelee two mm, maybe take that bet Brett I mean the only thing I would I would think is that. Like I know sometimes when with super long projects, you mm-hmm. want to do everything but that thing for a long time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, I've been involved in some long projects where it's just like, I, I'm excited for this to be over. I enjoyed doing it. Mm-hmm. But uh, now I'm looking for something else. Yeah. I, go ahead. I'm sorry. curious. I'm curious about the drink box philosophy because they might not even want to do sequels. They might be like, let's just keep making cool original ideas. Because Guacamelee and Severed are completely two different games. 
So I could see them maybe going, well, let's, what else can we make, you know? They, made, uh, they did the Mutant Blobs attacks, though, and I think there's two games there, but I, mm. I didn't play them, so I don't know if they're like completely different. Mm. Would you, and they've uh, made like three iterations of right, right. Guacamelee, right? This That's regular true. gold and super hyper turbo edition, so they could be just fizzled out on that, but you never know. Like, it's true. It, it was highly successful for them, so I could see a sequel, and I would love to work on the sequel because I know the game very well. <laughs> And I'm sure they'd want to do it right. Like they wouldn't, you yeah. know, it wouldn't be like a Hollywood movie sequel where every mm-hmm. every iteration gets a little worse. Yeah, uh, like Planet of the Apes eight with rubber masks and and just jokey and, stuff. If you sit there too, though, like what would you think the sequel would actually be? Right, like two of us here have actually beaten the game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Dan. <laughs> Come on, Dan. <laughs> I will be. I will beat it someday. I'm thinking of it as a like. Uh, I see where you both come from because you're both creative people in terms of video games and stuff like that. So I can see what you're saying about like game burnt down stuff. But I'm just looking at like how they're marketing that game right now. They're giving out for free every chance that they can get. It's on like every system. Uh, they have it on sale all the time for like like I think during the winter sales like two bucks or something. Like they just like are just gain that name that brand out there as often as like as often as they can and i'm pretty sure on all three like it was a part of the nintendo humble bundle mm. it's probably been in normal humble bundles it was a playstation plus game and it was like one of the xbox uh like games for gold or whatever they call it so like on all three platforms it was like free yeah you guys um, know better than i do but do, do they do they self-publish do they have a publisher yeah, it's all them. It's all them. Yeah, it's all yeah. It's it's all them. Okay. Maybe yeah. Sony helps and stuff because they like they're the, it's only on Vita and the first one Guacamelee only showed up on PlayStation mm-hmm. at first, so they probably maybe assistance and stuff like that. But I think like officially as publishers, only, only Sony would touch it. Would be marketing. That would be about it. Yeah, because if if I, yeah, it's a hundred percent drink box. Because there's no uh, Sony brand in it at all, right. even on the Steam version. So there is no publisher brand. So it's all them. Yeah, like no, no, no publisher card or anything. Yeah, or whatever no, yeah exactly. Credits. Yep, they're not. There is none. So it's all them. Cool. Well, then I guess it's all up to them too. You know, like if you have a publisher, you might have a little bit of pressure to to, to crank out a second one and some augmented budget for it. Mm-hmm. That's true. Whatnot, that's but, uh, yeah. That's like the one thing you got. Like they have no reason to make a sequel, <laughs> right? They don't well, have to, except for the fact that this one was massive and it would be no. I, it, yeah, it, it's like a guaranteed success. <laughs> Nothing's guaranteed. Well, I mean, you know, like when you have a game that's that big, you're gonna at least have conversion. Mario, Mario is a guaranteed. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's be. Clear I'm just saying, here. you're definitely gonna have conversion rate, and and and. And uh, Steve's right. Like, I mean, that that kind of um, push to get that brand out there mm-hmm. could be a sign of that too. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's interesting. We'll see. We'll see. <clears throat> we'll have it on TorontoGameDesk.com. That's for damn sure. So, yep. <laughs> yo, I hey, if they drop the sequel, I'd be ready for it because I love Guacamelee. I think it's a great game, and everyone who doesn't have it should have it. Where could you watch you? Where could you go to watch you play Guacamelee? Uh, I'm, I haven't been streaming lately. Well, I have been streaming. So TP Smoke is my Twitch stream. Um, I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone on it though lately. So, uh, yeah. You might have one more round of Guacamelee in there, eh? Because you're almost done all the achievements. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I just have to be hard mode, and that's what I'm doing right now. And I'm actually at the last mm. uh, temple. So, yeah, I gotta go back and and platinum it. I platinum it on Vita. I need to go mm. back and platinum the gold or the super turbo championship edition mm. on PS4. Do it. Nice. And Dan needs to play it. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I was curious though, just because I have limited exposure to the game. I played it a couple of times at different mm. events and, uh, you know, I've seen the graphics and, and sort of, uh, the general aesthetic of it. And Word. I, you know, watching severed the trailer, I, mm. I do get, I get the feeling personally that there's, um, that they kind of have a vibe now, you know, a vibe and character about their games. And, and I mm-hmm. almost like a, a band, you could tell a band by their, their singer, their arrangements or their tone or something on a different song. I kind of feel like yeah. I can see Drinkbox in this game already. Mm-hmm. Is that like, since you guys have played it extensively, like, do you get that feeling too? 
I do. Uh, I can see. I, do. I can see that it's a Drinkbox Studios game. Like I can see that, mm-hmm. um, and that's cool. Like to have your own style, your own vibe right off the bat, and you can tell that it's a game by that company just based on mm-hmm. even just the trailer or a little bit of gameplay footage. Even for somebody who hasn't played the game, they're doing something right in terms of cultivating their you know what I would call like my sound. They definitely have their mm-hmm. their sound. Yeah, they they definitely have their their vibe. Like you see that. I'd like to call it like uh, I can't even think of the art style of it, but they have that vibe, like that style. You just know it's their game, and it kind of made me just sit there and go, "Do they know any other style?" When I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, it's it's them. They couldn't make something different." But then the more I saw of it, I'm like, "No, you know, this is their technique and this is their style. You know, it's a drink box game because of this." Mm-hmm. Um, so you appreciate that, but. Yeah, when I first saw it, I'm like, "Yep, this is this is definitely their thing." And I actually thought it was more uh, like, "Is it a sequel to Guacamelee?" kind of thing. When I first saw it, I'm like, "Oh, they're doing something different with the Guacamelee brand." <laughs> but then it's like, "Oh, okay, it's a whole new character and everything else." So, but yeah, yeah, I think cool. it's a good thing. It's like it really is, looks to me like they developed their sound, which is which is cool. Mm-hmm. I, I like to to see that sort of continuity because um, doing a completely different game is 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 good but you might as well continue on that on that same path and evolve it further you know yeah cool good good talk cool. <laughs> <laughs> um so severed looking forward to more of it uh i'm assuming we'll hear about a release date soon i'm assuming it'll be before <clears throat> it'll be within this half of the year it won't be it won't go into the later half so mm-hmm so I'm hoping. Uh, <clears throat> all right, number three. Uh, the mayor, John Tory plays Far Cry Primal. Um, so I saw this, like, blew up on Twitter, but uh, our mayor, well, actually, neither of you live in Toronto, so my mayor. Not my mayor. <laughs> uh, mayor of Toronto, John Tory. Uh, he swung by the Ubisoft uh, office to check out their studio and check out Far Cry. and Shake some hands, kiss some babies. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how many babies are there. There's dogs. Um, but I'm sure about- they have a, a daycare center there. They could actually. They're probably. They might be big enough to have something like that. But um, yeah. So I thought that was like cool. So people were like tweeting at him. I actually like emailed the like mayor's office to just be like, yo, there's other studios. You should uh, make sure to check them out. Uh, he obviously did not get back to me, but <laughs> that'd be cool. Um, so there's yeah. pictures on Twitter and stuff like that on uh, on the from Twitter on the post. Mm-hmm. Um, he's checking out the motion capture room, checking out Far Cry. Uh, kind of cool that he's, uh, I think like as far as, uh, not to get super political, but like Rob Ford was just a the mess. Oh, <laughs> oh. Whoa, I heard the F word. Timestamp. No, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm timestamping it. Wow. <laughs> but Jeez, John Tory, he's, uh, I, I don't know. He hasn't done anything that I know of that's been like either I really thought, awesome I, I or bad. Ford was dope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ford was hilarious to see from the outside. Yeah. No, hey, that was chilling out show. here in Hamilton, we were just like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We have bad mares too. So um, so pretty cool. Uh, and, you know, it shows uh, Ubisoft's like the biggest, you know, fish uh, in the sea around this area um, mm. in terms of just growth and name brand and stuff like that. But um, you know there there are a lot of other developers, and hopefully you know he saw my email, and maybe he'll check out Capybara or Drinkbox or someone. So mm-hmm. kind of cool to recognize all that, anyways. That'd oh, be cool. Good. And I'm looking forward to Far Cry Primal. So I saw I saw the video. I read a couple podcasts ago. You mentioned how the, the start of it was kind of boring. Yep. Um, I could see I could see that. Uh, I'm still kind of. I mean, I hope I just hope there's more to it because I I want to play as caveman so to me i I was just kind of like what other game puts you in this like time period um Mm. like turok is ridiculous and has dinosaurs and shit but like don't don't talk ill about turok i'm not my presence (laughs) yo i love turok turok 2 seeds of evil was such an amazing game for like a 13 year old kid to play um he's like the only native american (laughs) hero out there in the world of video games. Oh, so. you got the, the guy from Prey as well. <sighs> yeah, but Turok was better. Is it, is it a guy Native American in that game? Turok? Yeah. Dude. I don't know. It was all foggy. That game was just fog. 
Man, just look <laughs> at the character art for him. He's like full native. Oh, there's also infamous second son. Oh, is he? I didn't know what second infamous was. Uh, the 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 PS4 one. He yeah. Uh, he was. Really? Never alone. Uh, I know uh, Connor is from Assassin's Creed Three, but I didn't yeah. know infamous guy was. Connor's like you. He was half and half, wasn't he? Yep. Hey, there you go. Maybe that's was that game about you? It was actually. <laughs> I love that game because it is a hundred percent me. Like that's my, it's my tribe, uh, and I am the same half breed. So <laughs> I was just like, I totally relate to you. <laughs> it's I a pretty played. niche market to go after. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank you, Ubisoft. I was, I was so happy about that. They, they saw, yeah, they saw this all the interview of Brad, and they're like, "Whoa, we need to." We need to make a game for one, Brett. One person needs it. This and guy I, is this guy's a lost soul and he <laughs> needs a role model. The only thing I disliked about Assassin's Creed uh three was I couldn't scalp anyone. So I was a little disappointed of that, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> oh, Nightwolf in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I'm Wait. going through like some lists. Vulcan Raven and Metal Gear Solid? What? Awesome. Obviously, with the last name Raven. Oh yeah, actually, uh, the the last list is uh, Turok, the guy from Turok. Huh. Yeah, cool. no idea. Now you know. Well, I haven't played. To be fair, I haven't played Turok since like, you know, it was appropriate to play Turok. Like I, I there was one, two, and three on sixty four, mm-hmm. and then it, it, I that was the last I played of it. Um, but it came out. They like re released on PS three and Xbox three sixty, I think, right and. Yeah, they came up with like a new adventure. You can get it on uh, Steam now, but it's like the old school graph. I don't think they HD'd it. So. Didn't remaster it? No, I think it's just there. Did they cut it down on the fog? Because that was like the best part of that game. Uh, I don't know. I haven't. I have not purchased it. So. They're just like, oh, we can only have draw distance of five feet, so let's just make a foggy environment with dinosaurs <laughs> coming out of it. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> just like Silent Hill. That's what made Silent Hill so good. Oh god, yeah, that's true. I can agree with this. <laughs> well, that's like whenever they use the like you got to appreciate whenever they use the kind of the the crappiness of the technology to like make the game mm-hmm. atmospheric. Or, yeah, like, work within your limitations to make the best out of what you got. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Um, hey, talk about the podcast or talk about stuff for a minute cuz I got my cat's doing something like he shouldn't be just be back. <laughs> oh, classic cats. <laughs> Talk about lead off into uh, the games we've been playing. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. So, Dan, what games have you been playing? Well, I actually, there's two games on my radar right now, but the one that I've been playing the most is actually uh, Dust and Elysian Tale. Oh, nice. Which I know came out, what, what, that came out for, I think for iOS, it came out this year, like earlier this year. I didn't even know it was coming out to a mobile game in the first place. I was just like, when you told me on your phone you were playing it, I'm like, what? I'm, playing <laughs> on my, I'm actually playing it on my iPad. I think I'd like it less on the phone. Uh, but the controls, man, that game is tight. It's really tight. Yeah. Like the, the battle mechanics are fun and they're like a massive. It, like just hmm. it's fun to beat the crap out of, out of all the enemies. It's just like. The mm-hmm. fighting is is great. Lots of cool moves. Lots of really neat combos. And then once you beat the first boss and you get the fire, crazy fire columns and all this messed up stuff, it's like yeah. it's just a melee of just beatings that you can lay down on people. And the story, at first I was like, I don't know about the story of this game. Like, you know, the very first like intro of the game was a little weak in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But then once you get to the first village and you really start to hear the backstory, I was like, okay, now we're on to something here. Like, this is really getting me hooked. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've already put in like three hours and I could see, I could see it getting me hooked right until the end. Mm. And the next game I want to, it's on my radar and I'm really excited because I didn't get to play it back in the day is Grim Fandango because that came oh, out yeah. on iOS too. Nice. Oh, yeah. I never, so, that came out on actually. I think that was free for PlayStation Plus members, so I have that. Yeah. That's that's awesome. I'm excited to get get into that game. I think it's on Steam right now too. I can only really do one at a time. I'm not like you, Brett. Like I gotta I gotta I gotta crush a game before I move on to the next one. Mm. I I will just cycle through games. I I hope I don't know. I just always have. I can have like a few casual games going on, but I need like one main game that I'm mm. in the middle of conquering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I played 
Dust Losing Tale when it came out on PS4. And I, I agree with you. Like, the story, although the, I never really got into the story, um, I just, I, I don't know. I just couldn't, I just, like, skipped all that shit after a while. Well, mm-hmm. they walk a dangerous line right off the beginning, because right at the beginning, it's kind of like, they started out of nowhere. It's a little bit cheesy. They're just yeah. kind of throwing stuff at you. Uh, and then, and then, you know, once you start to figure out the backstory of your characters, when, when you, they start to get you with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it came so, out on iOS uh, late last year, October eighth last year. So yeah, late last year. Yeah, yeah. I know the game came out in like 2012, I think. One guy, one it's guy a, made it's this. Been game. a long time ago. Yeah, he so. did the. Yeah, he he contracted out music, I think, sound right. But yeah, he contracted out the sound, and uh, he got voice actors, which I think maybe was part of maybe they cast the voice actors. I'm not sure if he did mm-hmm. it or not. Mm-hmm. And then he had a writer to help him tighten up the storyline. But he did like all the graphics, all the programming, and it's it's the tightest it's the tightest experience I've had on the iPad. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know sure. it was coming; like it was on the iPad. Yeah, same. When you told me that, I was like, to me, the, it's a platformer that like you got to have timing and stuff. So like a virtual kind of controller doesn't seem right to me. But yeah, you, you I kind of want to I kind of want to play it because I hate the VR controllers in general. I just I'm not a big fan of them on mobile. So I'm really curious as to how tight the experience was. Me too. Like I totally hate them, and I was amazed at how tight it was on this thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd like it as much on the iPhone, but on the iPad, mm-hmm. it felt great. The experience was just super tight. I really like it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, it would be better with a with like an analog controller for sure. But yeah, like the I, virtual I controls don't don't ruin it for me. I didn't beat it though when I played it. I, I only played it for a little bit, and I was like, yeah, this is good. Then I went and played something else, and it's like, oh. Now that you mentioned it, though, I'm like, okay, I should maybe, uh, I might be live streaming that game next. Once you get to that first boss and you get his power, mm-hmm. then you're just like, wow, this like, oh, it's just fun to beat the crap out of people in that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool, uh, Brad. What have you been? Uh, what have you been playing? Oh, jeez, jeez. What haven't I been playing? Is the better question. What haven't <laughs> you been playing? <laughs> Everything else, no. Uh, right now, I'm I'm still playing Dungeon Boss. Uh, some Star Wars stuff. Uh, I've been playing this game called Spellstone. Um, it's a card gathering game, which I might have mentioned last week, but it's it's fun. Um, I've been playing a ton of Guacamelee, and I'm almost done that game, and it'll be not talked about next week. <laughs> I'll be on to another game next week, and I'm actually really been invested in Clicker Heroes. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, I I uh, I dropped that a little while ago. I I kind of like it on the. I like the tap times being on my phone a little bit more, but I got into Clicker Heroes. Yeah, I'm playing it. I've been playing it this entire po- bo- podcast. So <laughs> I've uh, paying attention. Uh, well, I have been paying attention. I've been I've been crushing it this podcast. So <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been playing that a lot, and I'm just trying to figure out how it even makes any money because it's. It gives you a lot for free, so I'm like, hmm. And I'm trying to get all the achievements in it, too. There's like 64 of them. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Did you ever play Cookie Clicker? Like the original? Or from my understanding, that was the original one. Mm, I probably have. Because <clears throat> I was like, that was the first one I got into. Then my computer like browser like wiped, and it saved right. to your browser. Yeah. Um, so I lost all of it, like two months worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I bounced from that. And then Clicker Hero, and then my computer crashed, so I stopped doing that. And then on the mm-hmm. phone, I got Tap Titans, and I haven't deleted it yet. I still have it on there. I'll nice. pop it up every now and then, but I kind of right. I, so they're all the same developer? No, no, no. no they're they're no. all the same game essentially, but game. yeah, different different things. Yeah, these Click games have been around for like ever now. I don't think I could get into uh, into it. That's fair. Know. They're not really like they're so stupid <laughs> when you really <laughs> think about it. They're just not. They're not games to me. I don't know. They're just wow distraction. Look at you keeping it real. <laughs> my my my, have the rules changed? <laughs> Interesting. I'm going to mute that just so that I put your voice over it. <laughs> I will definitely make a note of this. <laughs> um, Wait for next week, boys. So I've been. Uh, I've been playing Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, to be honest, it's a lot of fun, but I really wish I was just playing Final Fantasy XIV instead. 
Mm. Um, but you know how like MMOs are. Like if you got a group of friends that are playing, you can all talk about it and stuff like that. Yeah. Then uh, you kind of just all get into it a little bit more. So I've been playing that. Um, let me know if you're on PS4 and play that game because we can group and stuff. Hmm. Did the, what else? Did what else? Does it group with the PC? I I, I actually don't know. No idea. Hmm. Um, I also finished Runbow. Getting getting hyped up for that. Uh, <laughs> getting hyped up for that DLC. Um, yeah. Nice. What else? I I. I can't really think what else I've been playing. I might I, I might get back into Guacamelee because I want to get the platinum and Brett talking about it nonstop is kind of got me into it. So <laughs> do it, do so. it. So that's that's it for me. Uh, you know, it's we're 50 minutes in, so we can't start wrapping this up. Um, cool. Dan, any final thoughts? Um, no, my final thoughts are just how much work I still have to do today. That's about <laughs> it. I got a busy week. I got a busy weekend too. Actually, so, uh, Brad, what about yourself? Uh, I have to do some shopping, adult stuff. Oh right, yeah, that's not interesting. Um, oh, oh <laughs> I'm working like, on my mobile game. You know, stuff like that. I got things to do. Shop, shopping, adult stuff. Shopping. Yeah. Oh, wait. Like not? No. Aren't like, we naughty? As an, as an adult, not like <laughs> naughty stuff. I don't. You're going to the love toys. shop, aren't you, Brad? I don't. I don't need those devices. <laughs> Pimps don't need that. <laughs> If you want to stay up to date with what Dan's doing, <laughs> just follow him on Twitter and composing Dan. Uh, if you want to, for some reason, stay up to date with what Brett's doing, you can follow him at five different Twitter accounts. Yeah. Uh, Brett, at Brett Meeser, at Game Dev Drinks, at Great Ham Jam, at TP Smoke, at Hard Circle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, make sure to follow us at Toronto Game Devs as well on Twitter and go to the site. Uh, share with your friends. Hit up the Patreon if you can. Uh, share this on all the good stuff rate us on iTunes all those good things Um, Mm -hmm. and we'll see you next week peace later